Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. One of the things that comes up a lot in my work as a coach with my clients is the question of confidence. And I plan to do a more in-depth episode on this topic. There's so much to share about it. But just for today, I wanted to share some thoughts that I'd been having and some things I'd been noticing in the work I'm doing with my clients. And one is that anytime you're doing something new that you haven't done before, you might feel your confidence be a little bit shaky. And what's often happening is that your insecurity or your sense of uncertainty is getting activated and it's overshadowing or kind of cluttering up your confidence. Because if you are a new manager, it's because you have applied for a job, it is because you have gotten promoted, it's because you said yes to this position. So there's a part of you that is all in and that is feeling confident about this next step. But then something happens that inflates all the insecurity and it gets in the way of actually feeling that confidence. You can start to feel shaky or uncertain or anxious. And so one of the ways I like to work with my clients is to unpack the confidence question to understand what is your confidence standing on and we'll explore that in depth in a future episode but also to look at and notice like what is it that's activating that insecurity because sometimes when we go forward we might still feel a little anxious even as we are moving with confidence towards something new and I think sometimes we overlook that And we think, oh, if I want to feel confident, that means the absence of anxiety. And it doesn't always work like that. You can actually have some anxiety, like as a present emotion in your body, and also feel confident in your decision or feel confident about what you want to contribute to your your team to help them be successful. So there's a lot to explore there, and I think it's a very normal thing that we experience anytime we are starting to level up and step into a higher level of responsibility and leadership. It's a really normal thing, and it's one of the things I like most to help my clients with. So it's on my mind a lot, (laughs) and if that's something that you want help with, I can definitely coach you on it and would love to talk with you about what that can look like. You'll find a a link in the show notes to book a consult with me and we can talk about it. But today's episode is coming to you because one of my listeners, so you might be listening right now, submitted a question and I love this question and I'm excited to share it with you because you might encounter this either by being in that same situation, or you might be a manager who is observing this dynamic play out in your team, and you might have to figure out how to address it from the position of being the manager making the decision. 
So here's the question. And the person who wrote in, I will just call them Kay. Here's the scenario. My coworker and I are both up for the same promotion. We will both be promoted, but there will be a gap where the first will be promoted in one month and the other in six months. I respect and very much think highly of my coworker, who is now my, in quotes, competitor. How do you manage competition while staying respectful? How do you navigate an uncomfortable position like this? Such a great question. And the first thing that stands out to me is that you're seeing this in terms of competition, like it's them or me to get promoted first. And when you look at it like that through that lens or through that framework, then of course it feels uncomfortable because now it feels like it's one or the other. It feels like we're on, like we're not on the same team, like we're kind of opposing each other. And so the very first thing I would offer you as a way to think about this is number one, this is great. It's actually great from what this person has written. Two people are getting promoted. And the only question is who gets promoted first. Now, either way, whether it's you that gets promoted first or whether it's your coworker who gets promoted first, decide that number one, you are on the same team, meaning you both want what's best for the team, for the company, for the customers. You're working together, you're on the same team. And number two, decide that either way, it is going to work out for you. So it, it can work out for you great, even if that person gets promoted first. Because if they get promoted first, then that means you now have a buddy who is ahead in, in the experience and they can help pave the way for you. Because you can learn from their experience. You can learn by noticing or by talking with them about what they're struggling with, about you know, what they wish they knew when, you know, when they started. You can continue to actually benefit by having more time to prepare to step into that higher level role. And of course, if you get promoted first, great. Fantastic. Congratulations. And then you can look to your co your colleague and coworker. Also, again, you're on the same team as an ally and you can help them to have an easier time coming into this role because you'll be meeting all of these challenges and all of these new experiences first. So really the first question is, you know, what's the problem? If you're both getting promoted, What's the real issue if one person gets promoted first? Are you worried about optics? Is it about compensation? Is it about the work that you'll do? Or, you know, like you, you really want to understand what exactly is the problem with one person getting promoted ahead? Because I think it could be great. You know, if my colleague gets promoted first, fantastic. I'm going to use the time, like the next six months, to really enjoy where I'm at now and to prepare myself to be so ready for when that next promotion happens. If I know it's guaranteed, then what is there to be worried about? It's not actually a competition. It's something where you can actually get something great out of the experience either way. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is 
you want to understand what's going on that you're feeling uncomfortable about this. Is this about feeling like you won't be chosen first and that will mean something bad about you? Is this about proving yourself? The more you understand what's driving the way you're thinking and seeing this, that's really good information for you to know because that can get in your way in all kinds of situations without you even realizing it. And so we just want to bring some curiosity to it. But the way that this was presented to me, you know, there really doesn't have to be a problem here at all. Doesn't even have to be a competition. And this points me to the bigger picture, the overall thing I want you to take away with this. Anytime you experience or see something as a problem, the way you describe the problem will shape the available solutions that you see. And this is why it's really interesting, you know, describe the problem and then kind of turn it in a couple of ways and ask, is there another way I can look at this? What else is happening? Get really specific about the facts of the story and then get curious about the meaning that you give to those facts. So in this case, the facts that we have as presented, two people are going up for promotion. One will be promoted sooner, the other person later. The meaning that you give that, that is everything. And I want to offer that when you view it as a competition, that actually generates all of the discomfort and the, the problem. And when you simply see it as, oh, this is the best thing ever. I know for sure I'm getting promoted. And I either have this lovely period of time, you know, six months to prepare and get ready for it, or it happens right away and I get to take the lead. But either way, we're on the same team. We're in this together. And that changes the solutions you see that changes the way that you experience the situation. So that is what I wanted to offer. When you are a manager, you might experience people on your team vying for the same promotion and you might be able to have both people promoted but just you know six months apart or you might have a situation where only one person can be promoted this year or this round because of all the other factors that are happening and you might notice there's some friction because oh these two people seem like they are competing for the same role you want to be aware for yourself how are you making your decision and you want to be able to make and convey that decision with clarity and with directness so that the person who gets disappointed because they're not getting promoted as soon as they'd like, you want to be able to have that conversation in a way that's very grounded, very direct, and very clear. And being comfortable with the potential discomfort that this other person might feel. One of the ways we really do a disservice in our relationships at work is by not fully understanding what we do when we feel uncomfortable. And what a lot of us do when we feel uncomfortable is we go away from the discomfort. So we talk around something rather than being direct. Or we 
avoid a conversation rather than having a conversation. We assume or hope that someone will just understand rather than saying, can we be clear? May I be transparent with you? May I be direct with you? And trying to eliminate all of the story and the guesses and instead being very simple and precise and direct and clear and all of this coming from a place of kindness and all of this coming from this attitude of I'm on your side, we're on the same team, even when I have to deliver information that you might not want whether it's around promotions or something else that a person wants that you have to tell them this is not going to happen in the way that you would like. The more able you are to be present with discomfort, both your own as well as others, the more able you will be to have clear, confident, effective communication in all kinds of situations. And regardless of what side of this you're on, whether you're on the manager side or whether this is you and you are going for a promotion and somebody else is also, it is helpful to begin to develop this skill set on low stakes, easy things (laughs) rather than waiting for the very high stakes, difficult conversation. And this is important to call out because when things are low stakes, we tend to just, oh, it's not that big a deal. And so we don't get the practice in being clear and direct and kind in the way we communicate. We tend to wait to build that muscle until we really need it. And then it's scary because you're like, I haven't done this before. (laughs) So the things to be aware of are being aware of your own discomfort, become aware of the story you're creating, the meaning you are giving to the facts, turn that story around a few ways, see if there's another way to look at it in a way that reduces or eliminates the problem. And you might be surprised. I think sometimes because we're good at solving problems, it makes us very prepared to see problems We're ready to see them and solve them. When sometimes if you see a problem and then you turn it, you know, like half a degree, you realize, oh, this isn't, you know, this isn't actually a problem. It's simply a door and I can open the door and then walk through. And it changes just because of the way that you're seeing things. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. If you have a situation that you want me to address in the podcast, If there's a topic or a question you want me to talk about here, send me a note. Let me know. I will add it to my list of upcoming topics and we can discuss right here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Hey, before you go, if you like this podcast, leave a review. Tell me why you listen and what has helped you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.